so nutrition is super important like i said um i mean that's something it's very underrated and and once you start to actually realize it and, and understand the science behind it nearly um it, it can it can really change a lot and then of course just taking care of your body and being smart and then you know having a good strong support circle like i said i mean i had a core group of teammates that i mean they push you they hold you accountable you know because if you're not playing well they'll, they'll take your spot or Thank you, Sammy, for uh, being here and uh, accepting our invitation to the Sporite series. Um, as I explained, uh, Sporite is a podcast that it's a podcast for sports education and entrepreneurship. And um, you know, uh, we've met before, I think, right? We met oh, yeah. once. And and when I was a lot younger. <laughs> it was it was it was a long time ago. Yes, and um, we share the same passion, which is basketball. Uh, so. You're here today to talk about like students, uh, student athletes' life, and also your like basketball career. Um, so, talk to us a little bit about your background and what do you do right now? Yeah, of course. Uh, so, I grew up uh, in in Rabat as well. Um, lived there for around 15 years. Uh, started playing seriously basketball maybe when I was around 11. I mean, as you know, most of us we play soccer when we we're younger, and that was my sport as well. I uh, grew up with Fus. Played with them until I think around Kadi. Then I moved uh, simply because my parents moved jobs. Uh, I was in Saudi Arabia for a bit, um, but then I was still able to come back to Morocco and play on the junior national teams. Uh, enjoyed that experience, and then you know after after school, uh, was was fortunate enough to get a, a university um, offer to play for a team here in Montreal in Canada. So I play for McGill now. Um, and yeah, no, I'm in my last year. Unfortunately, with COVID, it hasn't been the best last year, but you know, you, you make do with what you have and it's been a beautiful experience so far. Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about the experience of uh, McGill University, like how, I know that you've been in RES, right? Uh, so exactly. like your whole education was in the American um, educational system. Um, and so we're going to talk about like a little bit of the recruiting process, how mm -hmm. you get, you got the offer to, to join the McGill University and like, uh, be part of them, you know, like the basketball team there. Yeah, no, I, it was it wasn't easy for sure um, because it's it's still a, a very you know young and undeveloped market. You know, for for us players from Middle East, North Africa, it's it's a lot harder to get over to the U.S. Um, so I had to you know do a lot of the work myself. I had to send a lot of emails to coaches. So when I was even in tenth grade, I started doing that. Uh, you know, get in contact with them. Um, so I was doing this with both the U.S. and Canada, and then in the summer before my senior year, I, I went over to Canada because I had contacted some coaches, and they, you know, they liked what they saw. You send them videos, um, and then you just go and you do workouts with them. Um, and you know, it was it was a tough experience because sometimes they they have you work out, you know, in a very tough in tough conditions, but they do it, you know, to test you and see, you know, if they really want to have How you as part you of. How tough you are. <laughs> exactly. How far you can go. Yeah. It's a mental thing as well. Um, and then I was, you know, fortunate enough, um, you guys probably know the legend, Mohamed Hashad, he, uh, exactly, yeah. his high school coach, uh, is now my assistant coach. And so they, there was a connection there. Um, and so that helped as well. And then from there, you know, they got the ball rolling and then, um, you know, we kept in contact in my senior year and they, they still liked what they saw and they, they uh, you know, offered me a spot to come onto the team. That's great, man. Um, you've mentioned one thing that's very important. It's 
like it's it's still challenging for a lot of students who want to like kind of go to the US and like go to Canada or like even in Europe to um, go through this like student athletes life and play college basketball like any other sports um, yeah. you know like freshman year how did you uh, make this out how did you uh, work the whole inclusion I know it's you know like coming from another country uh, as a freshman and I know I, I know you personally you've you, you have a great potential and you've made it to the national team something that we're going to talk about very soon uh, but that inclusion uh, how did you you know like help yourself or prepare yourself to be included uh, or was it any uh, I don't know like any teammates that were like including you in the team in some some ways yeah no it was my freshman year i'm, I'm going to be completely honest it was very hard it was very very challenging um because i mean I, I prepared all summer you know obviously before my freshman year um i came in i didn't play that much in preseason um but then you know i got a good chance we went to a tournament um in costa rica actually and you know i started to play a little bit more you know get some minutes here and there and then and then boom, it all it all went went away because I, I tore some ligaments in my ankle and I was out for you know, two two months and a half, maybe three months, I think. Um, and so that really, you know, took away all, all the momentum, you know, you that you're building, and especially as a young player, you wanna you wanna get to learn, but you wanna learn from experience. You don't wanna just learn from the sideline. And then from there it was it was very, very hard to bounce back my freshman year. I, I didn't play, I was I was like what you call redshirted, um, you know, because it's it's nearly impossible to bounce back from an injury like that. So I just focused okay. on you know, learning um, the, from outside of basketball. So getting used to the culture in school, getting used to my teammates, um, just getting healthy again, and then preparing myself for, for the second season. Um, so it was obviously very, very challenging. But you know, as long as you have a good support system and, and you, you stick true to your values and you believe in yourself, then uh, you know, I always was confident I'd make it out. Yeah, that's right. Um, especially when you, when you have your school you have your studies and exams on the side that's something exactly. extra that you have to deal with and so how did you balance that how did you balance your um athletics and school and exams and you know because you want to hold yourself accountable you just don't want to like give everything to basketball um exactly. and that's that's something that we you know like a few people here in Morocco like thinks about, especially when they play sport, like I think soccer, basketball, volleyball, or any other type of any sports, they kind of like give 80 to 90% to the sport, but they just uh, yes. ignore or like neglect the, the educational uh, part of the, the journey. So how did you balance that? Well, I mean, first of all, I'm, I'm lucky because, I mean, A, I understand the situation because in, in certain like back home in Morocco, it, it's hard to balance simply because there's no infrastructure to, to do the, the two at the same time, you know? Right, whereas the in system is not... Exactly. Whereas, whereas here in university, it's, it's mandatory. Like you do school and basketball. So your school schedule and your basketball schedule match. So it's very challenging, of course, but there's a system to support you, right? There's, I mean, if, if you're struggling with a class, you get a tutor. If you, you know, there, there are certain things that you can cope with. Obviously, it's, it's extremely hard and you know, your first years or so, it's, it's very, very challenging because you're, you know, you're sacrificing certain things like sleep, like going out with friends, like all these things. But, you know, it's, it's, it's part of what you signed up for. It's part of the job and, and to do well in school and, and play well in basketball is, 
you know, they go well together. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure there were a lot of struggles, right? Like, um, of course. you know, like you just mentioned, like the, the injury and then you had to, you know, like rest for uh, a period of time. Um, so how did you walk through that? Like, you know, like mental, uh, emotional or physical struggles, um, especially like student athletes, you have to be tough, you know, uh, yes. from this perspective, I think we see it different than um, in real life, like in college sports, uh, things are much different. Uh, coaches are very strict. Uh, yes. Like people take things seriously because they, you, you, you're either going to make it to the pro, like you know, play pro basketball or uh, you're going to pivot to another career. But as long as you commit and you're part of that, you're, pre you're representing that, that college team, there are certain, you know, like obligations. Uh, so I think that has to affect the player's uh, personality some way. Yeah, no, for sure. It's, it's uh, yeah, it, it's, not for, it's not for someone that just wants to have a fun time. Like it's, it is a very, very serious thing. And I think it's, it's, you as as I got older, like you know, third, fourth year, you you start to kind of you know filter away to certain things that you just don't you don't take it personally. You know, like you make you make, you make priorities in your life. Exactly, like you you have to be able to to filter through and 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 just zone in on exactly what you need. You know, just take away all the all the extra things. So, I mean, you know, you have your your set of friends. All most of my friends are all on the basketball team, anyways. So you have your core group of you guys. Exactly that you can rely on, and then you just zone in on on what your goal is as a basketball player and as a student, and then everything else just doesn't doesn't really matter. And then as well with the with the coaching uh, intensity and all that, you just need to be able to to take what he's telling you and and filter it in your own way and actually understand it. It's not not an insult, but you know he's trying to trying to make you get better. Right, you know, like even the coaching intensity. I I know that you dad is a coach, and coaches sometimes can be tough, right? And by the end of the day, they just want the best for you. They just want to see you like giving, uh, giving your best on the court and off the court. Uh, but part of like the mental toughness of the player, like student athletes, if you're not mentally prepared, that can, you know, like break you or like uh, kick you out of the, the journey, you know, if you're not willing to accept that type of conversations, um that can like um destroy you um what do you what do you do um to like keep yourself to improve in basketball besides the besides the college practice like the teams uh what do you do to keep yourself accountable uh to keep the same level and also um you know just like to improve fastly you know like basketball in today's basketball uh it, it changed a lot you know it's like yeah. basketball 10 years ago it's not today's basketball so how do you hold yourself accountable uh to keep yourself in the same uh you know like the same level like the requirements of today's yeah um oh i mean there, there are many things uh and a lot of them you kind of learn just by making the mistake so i mean when you're younger obviously a lot of young guys like we don't usually eat well we don't really don't stretch you don't take care of your bodies so that you know, had to change because if you don't do that, your, your, your career is done. You're not going to play, you know, more than two years in college. Um, so just doing those kind of things. And like I said, I'm very lucky because I had the system, right? You have physiotherapists, you have strength trainers. And so 
you know, going to them and, and being very candid and saying, listen, I, I want to be able to play, you know, my whole years in, in college and I want to be able to improve, you know, during the season. So you have a, a workout training plan, you have nutrition you plan. The whole foundation. Exactly. Uh, and nutrition really is Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So nutrition is super important. Like I said, um, I mean, that's something it's very underrated. And, and once you start to actually realize it and, and understand the science behind it nearly, um, it, it can it can really change a lot. And then, of course, just taking care of your body and being smart and then, you know, having a good, strong support circle. Like I said, I mean, I had a core group of teammates that, I mean, they push you, they hold you accountable, you know, because if you're not playing well, they'll, they'll take your spot or, you know, whatever exactly, the case yeah. is, you have that's, that support of people. That's a jersey race, right? Exactly. <laughs> they call yeah, it, yeah. If you if you just like, uh, if you're just being lazy out there, they, they're going to take your spot and take exactly. your minutes. And it's, it's, it's not, it's not bad. Or it's not mean. It's just like part of the game. It's like being competitive. Everyone like wants to improve and you got to watch out for what you're doing and your habits. Uh, as you mentioned, like nutrition is very important. As long as you understand the science behind it, it can change your whole performance. I mean, yep. If you if you if you don't sleep well, if you don't eat well, uh, eat the right things, it will definitely affect like how your body responds during the game or practices. Uh, Sammy, I like the jersey behind, like on the wall. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, so when did you play? Um, when did you play for the first time? I I know I think you played under sixteen, right? Yes. With yeah, the American team. Exactly. When was yeah. that? Was in 2014? I think, yeah, 2015, 14. Yeah, I would have been 16, so, yeah, 15. Oh, 2015. All right. Because I played under-18 basketball, I think that was in 2010. Uh, Back in the time, there was no (laughs) under-16. And when I played, played, there was no (laughs) under-18. They switch. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, it's so funny how... uh, you know, like when I was when I was part of that under eighteen team, uh, with with Reda Havas and like Ali Harishi and uh, other players, it was very um, interesting because we we did not start like early. You know, we did not start at the age of fifteen or fourteen, uh, same as our neighbors uh, or like other countries here in exactly. in, in like yeah. in North Africa. You know. Um, as long as you prepare, you get the, the strong team, right? So yep. um, how, the, how that experience helped you become the person uh, that you are today in the national team? Like starting with the national team at the age of 16, uh, I think I, you also like uh, being part of the, the NBA uh, Without yes. Borders program. I think that's, yeah. also, uh, that's also a strong program. Um, and... Talk to us a little bit about this experience. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, it was, like like you said, it was the first time I ever played on the national team, so under 16. Um, and for me, it was always, I mean, it, it's just different, right? You're not, you're not playing for school. You're not playing for a club. Like, this is, you know, your country. And, and I think that the coaching and, and the staff, they did a good job of making, making you understand that like you're you're this is a big deal you know you're doing something way bigger than your your family or anything this is you know your whole country and you have to really be proud of it so that's one just automatic source of motivation to to really really push yourself 
just the feeling is so different sorry to interrupt just the feeling is so so different right exactly yeah when they it's not the same thing as you play for a school or like a club exactly and it's i mean you know if you're lucky enough to do it then you understand it i mean you know when, when you play that national anthem it's it's very very rewarding um but yeah I mean, and, and at the end of the day we were we were just young kids as well and like you said you know morocco unfortunately like we we in the junior system it wasn't it wasn't the best we just didn't get a lot of experience in a lot of games but i mean i think we we did pretty well we did like sixth place out of 12 which was you know not bad and it was simply because we we just came out with heart and and, and played you know to, exactly to yeah like um i believe that there was no uh prior preparation for that competition i think uh but like you can see uh based on the results you can see that there is a, a huge potential out there like yes, of course. Uh, and then like sixth place out of 12 uh just like gathering the players and going to play uh i think that's uh that that's awesome and in morocco there is huge uh, potential like unfortunately there is no um there is no a sustained um system for like the yeah. junior uh programs um but hopefully things will go better and very yeah soon. they seem to be yeah for sure and uh so i think from the the afro basket under 16 then you got kind of like scouted to be part of the nba programs right the without yeah exactly so, yeah there was I mean, at the under 16, obviously there are people watching and, you know, luckily I had a, a good tournament. And then, so I guess it was the next summer, um, you know, you get the call to go and, and that, that's a crazy experience as well. I mean, you're, once again, it's, it's all of Africa now. So it's, you know, it's, and, exactly, and it's yeah. best players as well from, from the continent. And so a lot of these guys as well, they, they came from the U S because a lot of the big basketball countries, you know, they send their guys to the U S when they're young. Um, so that was obviously super, super, you know, enlightening, and you really see the the level. And then you also, it's it's a fun time, you know. You're you're yeah, around. Yeah, you get player. to connect with other players and like, exactly, learn and like, yeah. And also, like, I think the the coaches are usually are the players from the NBA, right? Exactly. So, yeah. So I mean, you have a team so of, it's like, kind of like assistant coaches. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's a sort of inspiration, you know, just like being coached by this uh player and you get lucky if you get coached by by one of your favorite players you know <laughs> exactly yeah no it's it's a crazy crazy thing for sure um yeah yeah and then from there you know you you get more opportunities you you know connect with other people connect with coaches connect with you know friends that i still have today that you know play um i mean one of the guys he he just won he won the ncaa championship he played on baylor and he was, you know, at the uh, camp with me. So, you know, it's 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 cool. And Africa basketball obviously is growing a lot a lot faster he, than a lot of people expected. Yeah, exactly. I think, uh, and I think like even in soccer basketball, like uh, African sports are going so fast right now. And with yep. the physicality, there is a huge um, there is a huge potential. And um, yeah, I think we just just like need a great system and solid system to you know, like kind of showcase um, those skills and like showcase those uh, performance that the young Africans has. Um, so what advice could you, uh, could you give to everyone who's listening right now uh, that wants to take similar path as yours, you know, like um, going to the US or going to Canada or going to Europe just to study and do sport, you know, 
what does it take uh, to stick to that program, stick to the hard moments, because it's not easy, right? Exactly, you know, uh, and you, you hit it right there. It's really not easy, um, so you have to, to really want it, but not just say you want it, you know, but you have to really, really want it. Um, and, and like I said, I was, I was very, very lucky. Obviously, I had a father that coached basketball, was in a system, um, you know, that was different from a lot of other guys because I had opportunities at a, at a young age to play in international tournaments and stuff. Um, but I think Morocco is, is really developing and growing in that aspect and kids are getting a lot more opportunities than, than the average kid back when I was um, in Morocco. So there's that and then there's, there's just the element of sacrifice. You have to really, really understand what you want and, and what it's going to take to get there. And it's going to take, you know, sacrificing, you know, a weekend, just meeting your friends, it's gonna, you know, sacrifice sometimes sleep, sometimes school, sometimes, you know, a lot of things, but you have to be able to make them and understand why and keep, you know, sticking to a set of core values. That, that yeah. You believe. Yeah. Just like, remember why you started and why you exactly. choose to take this path. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, it is not easy, but it's feasible, it's doable, just to, sure. you know, just like keep yourself focused. And uh, once you're there, I know there will, there will be a lot of obstacles and a lot of challenges along the way, sure. of uh, but you will make a few, if you keep yourself uh, disciplined, um, it, most importantly. Uh, what, do you have any books, uh, podcasts, or um, something that you wanna recommend to to the audience right now that inspired you the most or like kept you, I don't know, something related to school, something uh, related to basketball. Yeah. Um, I mean, for the one movie. Book, yeah. I mean, the one book I can really relate to, it was called the, uh, it was called how champions think. Um, and it's, yeah. And it's very, very interesting because it's, it, it's written by a sports psychologist and this guy worked with, you know, the best in the world, LeBron, Tiger Woods, so all different types of sports. And and the best part about it is that it's applicable to life, you know, in general. So this guy not only helps, you know, sports athletes, athletes he right. helps CEOs, you know, big time people in the business world or or politicians. And it's all about having that that change of mindset and that ability to to be a winner at all in everything that you do. Um, and it's it's obviously a lot easier said than done but it's still, it's very enlightening and it, it just gives you little tips and tricks on how to, to really zone in on, on, on what you want to do and really have that laser focus um, whenever you're performing and, and whatever it is. So school, basketball, business, whatever it is. So that, yeah, that one I found yeah. very, very The mindset aspect is very important. And I think the author of this book who, or like whoever the person is working with LeBron and CEOs and Tiger Woods, uh, I think he, you know, like just, he, he does not, from what I understand right now, he does not focus like specifically on sport, but like that mindset that, yeah. that's something that, you know, like keeps you in the game, uh, yeah. the game of whatever activity you're doing, that whatever you're invested in, um, mm -hmm. he gives you like the most beautiful recipes that you exactly. can use. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other words, uh, Sammy? Uh, something uh, else that you want to share? Um, um, how I mean, people um, get connected to you if uh, that's okay? Like, I will oh, definitely of course. Um, share your um, 
Instagram in the description. Uh, but if you thank you, thank you for for uh, oh, for being yeah, here with us today and sharing your experience, that will definitely serve the audience. No, of course. I mean, and I mean, I'm always I'm always receptive to help. Um, I mean, I'm very very proud of where I'm from. Uh, obviously, you can tell I have the, you know the flag in the back and everything. Yeah, like Morocco. I'm, <laughs> I'm always you know gonna represent where I'm from at all times. So I'm always always you know ready to to if if anyone needs to reach out and needs help on Facebook or or whatever. Um, and then I mean as well like uh, like our country is really developing a lot faster than than people would expect. And so I'm really hoping that sports is able to get the ball rolling as well, along with obviously soccer and athletics where we're at the top but, and basketball, it's, it's only a matter of time. I mean, I, when I was there a month ago, I mean, you go to the parks and the, the courts are full, you know, and it's, exactly, it's, it's yeah. a theater of, of a lot of potential. And I know that, you know, the senior national team's recent, you know, success at times inspires, you know, a new generation of, of kids. And so it's a beautiful thing to see. So, yeah, like I said, anyone that needs advice or help or just wants to talk, I'm open, I'm open always. Thank you so much, Sammy. Thank you for doing this. Thank you.